Kira koutou me nga tangata te moana nui e kiwa. Nga mihi nui, welcome to the podcast series for the Waitui Atia Exhibition. In this track, Kasu Berman talks with Rob Eruera, who has worked closely with Darren Kamali and the team on selection and support for bringing the many parts of the exhibition together. A tēnā no koutou ngā tāri ngai rongorongo mai ana i tīmini wāha. He pai atu ki a kōrero atu ki a koutou nei, ki a ki a no koutou nei tāringo te ngākau, tēnā no koutou. Kia ora. I'm um, Senior Curator Māori. Um, my role is as one of the curators of 16 curators that are involved with this um, exhibition of Wā Waitui Ātia. Um, it is a pleasure to be able to be working with such um, skilled and specialists in all the different areas concerning uh, Pacifica or the Pacific and the saltwater realm. One of the most um, significant things is reclaiming um, the definition of what is known as the Pacific and redefining it as a water realm which is concerns the naming of Waitui Atea. Uh, it can be translated in many ways. Um, uh, Waitui Atea, um, the space that binds and ties um, uh, the realm together. And that being, and also as Wai, the water, Tui Atea, the water, um, realm combined and tied together as one. Mm. Uh, we've redefined it from Western um, thought, uh, mostly, mostly on the compass points um, in the sense of north, south, east and west, um, rather than using terms such as micro, mellow and uh, Polynesian. Mm. So we're redefining it and reclaiming it as we know amongst our people and all people that naming things is also a way of empowering uh, your dominion or, or having some control over a region. Mm. So redefining it again is, a, in, a, in a sense, quite a political and spiritual um, perspective of actually claiming, claiming the region back um, and handing it back to the people. So there is quite a strong agenda and from a mental and emotional um, perspective. Mm. And we're having to incorporate that into what I've termed <laughs> as our gallery being a fishbowl, putting the whole of the Pacific region or the saltwater realm in that room. Um, it will be quite powerful in the sense of um, the collaborations that have been done in the selection process of the tonga that will actually mm. uh, be gracing the walls and the cabinets, which we're going to dress up with sulu, uh, give it a very um, Pacific feel. Um, but most of all, as this collaboration with our curators is, is, has been a rich experience and um, with the diversity and the passion and working with so many curators at the same time, 
um, has been quite a pleasure in a sense and a very big growing um, experience in the sense of acquiring and catering to the diverse emotional and passionate um, aspects. Um, one interesting thing was uh, <laughs> being Māori myself and was um, becoming aware of the spiritual aspect in the sense of the the spiritual safety of some of the, uh, of my colleagues from from the Pacific realm. Um, I didn't open with a prayer, and um, our Psalm one and Tongan contingent uh, proceeded to do so, and it reminded me of you know of the process. Um, and also to also provide a safe environment for them culturally. Um, so that was a real eye-opener for me, and <laughs> I shouldn't be have to be reminded of that, but it was about not stepping over boundaries, eh, and allowing them to take, you know, take um, control of it. They were really respectful in the mm. sense of that. And I've had quite a number of those, um, those things um, happen during the selection process um, and catering um, to their requirements and learning, you know, that they're not very dis, um, dissimilar to, to, to our own and what we actually share. Some of the curators have talked to me of um, the material really sort of calling to them, you know, talking to them, and that's been part of their selection process, which is really a beautiful thing. And Darren also talked a little bit earlier about um, crossing time, making the space sort of timeless in many respects, so getting outside of those very Western frames of thinking, um, which means that you've got such a wide variety between contemporary and some of the old heritage collections. So with the heritage collections, I know you've been involved with selecting within our own collections, especially images. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that process? Attempted to assist the curators uh, as a navigator of our own collections and having been here for quite some time, um, I have a consciousness or within that time been able to uh, view items of significance um, and to draw their attention to, hey, this is a possibility. Um, and the most important thing is that how they engage the Tonga or the way the Tonga engages them mm. and how they um, interact with them. And it's always like the wow factor, you know, wow, you know, and it does take them on a journey. Mm. Um, each item has um, a significance and it becomes relevant to them and to their people. Um, so just that process in itself to be engaging in that way with the tonga and to be observing others engaging with that, which I I do on a daily basis in the sense of um, I tend to be more closely related to the tonga than the people. Um, I relate strongly with the, with the tonga um, and, uh, and have engaged for many years at that level, but to see others, you know, and the kind of wow you know and it's the impact that it does um, make for them um in opening a pathway for them to go even deeper into um into the the tonga in the sense of um 
becoming conscious and aware of um, much more than when they entered the room into the presence of the Tonga. And I guess these exhibitions give us an opportunity, or the Tonga, an opportunity to a wider audience, for more people to discover and to have an experience of the wow. Has this process led to further digitisation or increased access for some of the material? Uh, this opportunity, like all opportunities concerning our exhibitions, uh, does avail that opportunity and we take advantage of that to, to ensure that, that the items that are selected are, are digitised. One, one aspect of this has been our, um, our Melanesian and Polynesian um, pamphlet collection, which is very rare. Um, so rare that there's um, only one exa uh, example of some of these items held worldwide. So to be able to, in the early publications in the language, talking about the language in the sense of this exhibition was also um, the main text of um, the material we provided um, in their mother tongue or their father tongue. Um, and a little abstract will be uh, in English um, to provide access for non-speakers. In, there are a number of languages that will be also um, part of the exhibition. So their language, um, their song, their dance, and and the visual um, images will be all there to enrich an understanding of the Pacific past, present, and projecting for the future in the sense of providing it in an e-form in digital and visual access online. You can visit the exhibition from the 17th of March to the 19th of July 2020 at Tāmaki Pātaka Kōrero, the Central City Library, on Level 2, Monday to Friday, 9 till 5, and Saturday and Sunday, 10 till 4. If you've enjoyed this track, please feel free to like or share to spread the word.